Now, back to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. The Stanley Cup Final begins in Vegas on Saturday. It'll be 8 p.m. Eastern time. The Panthers looking for the first Stanley Cup in franchise history. Appearance number two, TNT, TBS, True TV is where you see the Panthers and the Vegas Golden Knights. And to my left... This is not a joke. I'm not joking about this. To my left is the actual real deal Stanley Cup, literally sitting within a forearm's distance. I'm touching it as we speak. This rules. And and the reason that I'm able to be here with the Stanley Cup right next to me, one, Matthew Kachuk. Chucky. We love you, Matt. We love you. But also, you may have seen him, especially if you're a hockey fan. He is literally in charge of the Stanley Cup. He is Mike Bolt with us here on Ken LeVick Alive. Uh, Mike, I, I should have asked you this before we went on the air, but what, what exactly is the job title? Keeper of the Cup. Keeper of the Cup, Mike Bolt with us here on ESPN 106.3. So uh, is, is this the – you you travel all over the world with this, and it's not just a, a, a job for you during the Stanley Cup final or during the playoffs. You're traveling right around, what, 150, 160 days out of the calendar year? Yeah, I'm doing that personally. The Cup does over 300 days a year. That is um, There's a couple of us that do this job. We definitely get a couple more guys to help us out in the summertime because um, uh, we do the world tour with the players, the okay. coaches, and the trainers where each member of the winning team gets a ticket home or wherever they want to go and uh, enjoy a day with the Stanley Cup, share it with their friends and family and people that help them get to uh, the NHL slash maybe even help them win the Stanley Cup. So it's a lot of big thank yous and, and always ends up with a nice big party at the end of the day. Uh, that is awesome. I was going to ask you, so yeah, the team that wins the Stanley Cup, it, it, you're, the, the members of that organization get to, to bring it home for a day. So you don't, you don't have to travel with the Cup the entirety of, of that portion of the offseason then. There's a keeper with it at all times. Okay. So, I mean, I do a lot of the player stuff. Co- I mean, yeah, I'm on the road. I just, I mean, it's 18, 19-hour days. They're long days. So, yeah. Uh, you do a week on, week off kind of in the summer. Uh, this this cup is 131 years old, and it's obviously had rings added to it, and it's been adjusted over the years, and it's been repaired over the years. I mean, it is – I've never been this close to it. I, I've never touched the Stanley Cup. It is here, and it's almost overwhelming because this is this is arguably the most famous trophy in all of organized sports internationally and so it's a it's a little bit overwhelming you did when you're traveling with it when did it it finally wear off the enormity of of what you're with at all times it hasn't it hasn't not even a little bit travel and you know living in hotels i mean the glamour of that part is worn off yeah but the cup not a chance i mean uh Anytime uh, I have a chance to show it off, I even when I'm not, you know, in an airport, if someone, you know, walks by and asks if that's the cup, I open it up and let them see it. I'm, I mean, wow. I get it. I'm a fan, too. So uh, I remember my first time seeing it and how excited I was to see it. So it's not lost on me. And to be honest with you, to this moment, uh, I still in awe of the cup. And the fact, even after 24 years, I never get tired of looking at it, never get tired of being around it. You know, during the Stanley Cup playoffs, I'm in my hotel room at night watching the games and 
I got the cup out, getting it ready for the next day, cleaning it up, and right. and they're referencing it on TV, and I go, and that's pretty cool. That is so awesome. Mike Bolt, the keeper of the cup with us here on Ken Levick Alive. The Stanley Cup is literally in studio with us here, the Anna John Levine Action and Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach. It is Vegas, Saturday, the Panthers and Vegas for the Stanley Cup. Game one is Saturday on TNT, TBS, True TV, 8 p.m. Eastern time is the puck drop. So you mentioned when you're in airports, people see it and uh, you're traveling with it. So I suppose you're flying commercial and you're you're not checking the Stanley Cup. That would, I feel like, be a terrible idea. I was, I was like, man, do they check that thing? How does that work? Uh, How do yeah, you travel no, with it? I mean... So there's a big case out in your lobby. We did all the staff photos out yeah. there. It looks like a roadie case. I get you know I get musician a lot or or magician or whatever. Got a in there, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we check it. That's how we have to get it around. Like wow. since nine eleven, things have changed a lot. Obviously, with the airlines and how we, how that you know with security. So we've only brought it on the plane once since nine eleven, and it took logistically three weeks to set up one flight. Like we're on. I flew in yesterday. I'm flying out Thursday. I'll fly back here for game three and. Yeah, once in a while we do get a, a, a private plane, but most of the time, yeah, it's commercial. And, and you know, obviously there are chan- times that things don't go the way you want it, where you're in one city and the cup's in the other. I was going to say, so it's been lost in luggage before. Yeah, it has. I mean, it's not something that we, we do everything in our power to make sure it doesn't. But uh, as you know, once I hand it to the airline, I have no more control. I can't go behind the scenes like I used right. to or walk it on the tarmac and right. because of security. Um, so I just got to trust they do their job. For the most part, it's pretty good. But there have been some slip-ups, for sure. Can you throw your weight around a little bit and be like, hey, uh, by the way, this is the Stanley freaking cup, so if I, we yeah, could I mean, expedite this. I don't know this. if I throw my weight around necessarily. I obviously always, always tell them what it is when I'm checking in. Okay. Whether they are a fan of the sports or hockey, and, and some people don't even know what it is, uh, I always open it up to show them what it is. And nine times out of ten, somebody walks by and goes, oh, my God, and starts getting excited that yeah. that was the cup there. And I go, that's see, it's a big deal. So can you please make sure it gets on the plane? And the other thing is because we do a lot of stuff with people like yourself, uh-huh. the media. We want to make sure the media doesn't, you know, that, you know, certain airline, you know, didn't get it on the plane, so to speak, lost it. So, right, right. Um, look, we know where it is. It's just not where it's supposed to be. Uh, and also, too, I mean, there, I've known a lot of media members. There are some of those people you need to pay attention to, too, when uh, they're on the uh, the Stanley Cup. Not trustworthy fellows. Uh, Mike Bolt with us here, keeper of the cup. Uh, the Stanley Cup is in studio with us here. The Panthers and the Vegas Golden Knights game one Saturday. We have been transfixed by this cat's run. It is pretty much come out of nowhere and it's been super exciting and uh, there's a lot of people listening that that weren't down here hadn't moved down here yet in 96 the last time that the Panthers were in this position I went on my morning run Saturday went by FLA live arena and it just it feels it's electric this whole thing is awesome and I kept daydreaming to uh, game four or game six and you're walking the cup out to to the ice and it's going to be handed to, to Matthew Kachuk or to to, uh, to to Sasha Barkov or whoever's going to take it first. Oh, the captain. Yeah, so it'll be Barkov who would get it first. Who is, what is it like after a team wins the Stanley Cup to, to be in that arena, no matter if it's home arena or an away arena, and and prepare to have this thing handed to the winning team. What does that feel like for you? That's an exciting time. Um, I mean, uh, like again, we're fit fans too. So uh, and getting to have the honor of walking out last year, and, and that was in Tampa uh, when Colorado won was a huge honor and thrill. But uh, to be around it afterwards is exciting to see the guys in the dressing room behind the scenes, kind of away from the camera, so to speak, and. 
seeing the celebration, throwing a few suds in there and having a drink out of it. And, and then, of course, the after party at the hotel. And then we jump on a plane and fly back with the winning team. And uh, the celebrations continue in the winning city from parades to uh, the team having parties. And then we start the individual tour where every member of the team gets one day with it. Man, it, so so it's not just the players who, because I remember uh, I'm from Chicago originally, and I remember the, the Blackhawks winning three in seven years, and so they would go all over the city of Chicago for a full week before the parade yeah. and just beat the hell out of themselves. I mean, it is just nonstop party. So because you're the keeper of the cup, you've got to be with the cup. They're with the cup. Yep. So you're being subjected to the same type of uh, of body punishment that they are. A little bit, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> little they're bit. in better shape and younger than I am. <laughs> I was going to say, they can sleep it off probably yeah, a little bit better. I, I mean, I continue to go the next day right. and stuff like that. I've had players more during the cup days going, like you know, some players are friends with other players and they'll show up at another cup party four days after theirs. And they're like, Mike, it took me two days to recover. And it's like, oh, my God, how do you do it? And it's like anything, you just go out and do it. Like, I don't know how these guys play at the level they do. Right, and, right. So, like, everybody's job is different and unique, and you wonder how some people get that job done, so to speak. But, uh, yeah, don't get me wrong. There are days it's tough. <laughs> uh, when, when it comes to, to this trophy and it comes to uh, just the – the stature of it. I mean, I, I've known a lot of people who are don't necessarily watch hockey, but you know what the Stanley Cup is. Why do you think that it captures people's attention like it does? Is it the size? Is there something about the design? Or is it the fact that it's just aesthetically beautiful? I think it's all of the above, what yeah. you just said, to be honest with you. Um, it's uh, the history behind it, the size, the adventures that it has, where it's been in the world. I mean, it's been all over the world. It's been to 34 countries. I mean, to be in the middle of a war zone in Afghanistan to say hi to the troops is pretty amazing, just to give you one type of story. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, it does. It transcends the sport because I have a lot of people, and I'll go back to the airport thing, when I open it up to show the airline and people even walk by, oh, I'm not a hockey fan, but can I get a picture with the cup? Uh, why they tell me they're not a fan, but whatever. Right, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, absolutely. I do run into fans, all the, or people that aren't fans but know what the cup is and would like to get a picture with it because it's so famous. How often do you get the cup back from it being with a team, and you look at it and you say, oh, my God, you shudder. This thing is beat beyond recognition. Well, again, we're with it all the time, so it's not like we get it back from the got team. Got it, got it. You're yeah, right. so we're with it. So if someone goes wrong, we're there, and we witness what happens. So <laughs> has there been a time where this thing gets dropped, or it has been uh, it's just something something damaging happens to this thing, and you're like, oh, and then you've got to swoop in and, and save the day? Yeah, I mean, look, this is a trophy that doesn't hide behind glass. We're not quite duct taped to it. Uh, accidents do happen. Our job is to prevent it as best as possible. We let the players and anybody that has their day with it, you know, they're the ones that get to carry it because their names are on it. Um, so we just explain, you know, be careful. It's a 131-year-old trophy. Mm-hmm. Respect it. And, and most guys do. Like, accidents happen. And, you know, uh, I remember Brent Seabrook, we had a little accident, and uh, I swooped in and covered it up, got it into the house, top, tapped the dent out, and, and blah, 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 and he calls me his little Navy SEAL. And, <laughs> uh, I mean, so, and we, you know, we kept it quiet, and it was an accident. It just, sure. It, 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 he got hit by um, a cutout of his best friend who couldn't make his party, and it knocked it, and uh, it was a small little ding on it, but we were able to fix it right away and uh, continue on, and I did have to talk him off a ledge, which I actually, but, I appreciate it, because he did feel bad, and I said, Brent, like, this is not, like, you know, not your fault at all. And, it's not the first uh, time something like this Let's go have happened. a good time. Yeah. I haven't even had a beer. And I said, maybe that's the problem. Let's, right, right. Let's get a couple in you and <laughs> that's everybody you relax. And, yeah. and the fact that, you know, that's what I want. I mean, look, accidents happen as long as you're sorry and apologetic about it because, you know, it is the most iconic trophy in the world. And 
I want to see it around for another hundred years. I don't like seeing damage happen to it. And yeah, as people call it, this is my baby. And I spend more time than anybody really with it. I'd say maybe Phil or Howie, um, but I'm, I'm probably, yeah, I'm probably with it the most. And so you, you don't want to see things happen. It's like something that you cherish. Sure. You don't want to see scratches or dents or anything on it. You want it to be well protected. It just, it is so, you, you, you sit next to it and you can see the history. You can see just the... Uh, it's a fun read. It is. I mean, you're just looking right. at all the iconic names right. of hockey right I'm there. I'm looking at the 82-83 Islanders. I'm looking at the 69 Canadians. I'm looking at 96-97 Red Wings. Uh, it's just, it's awesome. It, it, the, the fact that you, you, what you just brought up, you're not only the keeper of the cup, but you also, for Brent Seabrook, acted like an amateur psychologist. Hey, relax. Everything's good. But you also were carrying tools around with you, so you can. I actually, quick- had a, I had to borrow the tools. <laughs> oh, you had to borrow them. <laughs> we, were, we were at a friend of his house, and you know, we you know we dealt with the situation, and uh, it wasn't too bad. I mean, I've had ones that are a heck of a lot worse. Yeah, so, but um, you're doing but, some 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 work on yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, it, it was pretty common knowledge last year uh, that you know we had a little accident right on the ice, and. Yeah. When when we got back, we didn't deal with it that night because, you know, you don't want to take it away from when you want them to enjoy the celebration. It was more on the black base, the bottom part, which we do replace every year. Mm-hmm. But as soon as we got back to Colorado, we took it from the boys and said, we'll see you in a few hours. we got to go get it fixed. And we took it down and, and worked on it with the trainers and uh, put it back together, you know, got it all taken care of and moved on. 35 and a fourth inches in height, 37 pounds, the Stanley Cup. And the man who brings it all over the world is Mike Bolt, the keeper of the cup. Real quick before we uh, we know you have a, a hectic, hectic schedule, wanted to ask you, how does, how does this job opportunity, how does this employment opportunity come up? What was the, 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 the sit down? Hey, Mike, we have this for you. We have this opportunity. How did that happen? Kind of just like you said. Uh, I, so I was already working for the Hockey Hall of Fame. I started there in 1995, mm-hmm. with a variety of different jobs. And my boss at the time, she said, I put a good word in for you for this job that's opening up here. And I'm like, oh, cool. What's the job? She goes, oh, I can't tell you. And she goes, Phil's going to get reach out. Phil Pritchard is the other keeper. Yeah. And also curator and vice president of the hall. Called me into his office a couple of days after Jan mentioned that to me and said, hey, you think you'd be good as the keeper. You want You want the job? I'm like, okay, sure, and kind of explained it. I thought he was embellishing. He wasn't embellishing. He was holding back, and um, and yeah, it was 24 years ago, and I'm doing yeah. it still to this day, and again, it, uh, it was an honor and a pleasure to accept it, and it's been that way ever since. Uh, I still am honored and, and privileged that I get to be one of these guys that travels and be around this great game. You are quite literally one of the most fascinating people I have ever talked to, and I've been doing this for damn near two decades. Uh, thank you for bringing the cup into us, and we're all hopeful here that in two weeks' time, my my premonition comes true, and uh, you've got uh, Sasha Barkov skating uh, his first lap around the FLA Live Arena rink after winning the Stanley Cup, but it is awesome. There are very few things now that have me uh, awe-inspired, and this is one of them. So thank you for allowing me this opportunity. Safe travels, and uh, maybe we'll see you again in a couple of weeks, Mike. All right, Ken. Thanks for having us. That is Mike Bolt, the keeper of the cup, with us here on Ken Levick Alive.